Ahoy! Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Bottom of the Stream. Welcome, welcome. How's things, Nick? Good. Yeah? I'm feeling pumped. Why? I've just been to the gym. Oh. Well, a, a fitness thing, weights class thing. <laughs> Actually, you've got all your sporting gear on. Yeah. You look sporty. Thanks. Cool. I've got a nice sheen. I feel like I have. <laughs> nice Charlie. For anybody wondering, we're recording at 20 to 9 on Wednesday night, so we've yes. got three hours before we're illegal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> so, uh... I need to kick you out at like five to midnight if we're still going. That's fine. I think we'll be all right. Yeah, I, I think we will be. This, but, this movie was only like an hour and a half long. <laughs> yeah. so I'm hoping the episode's not going to be three hours long. No, but unfortunately from next week, we're going to have to go remotely again. I know. Which sucks. Ah, uh, we'll be fine. I'll get back in my dinghy, tra- yeah. trailing behind the We've boat. still got it. It's still floating. Um, I need to check it doesn't need patching up. Yeah, make sure it's fully not punctured. I mean, the seas are going to be a lot rougher at this time <laughs> of year and... Colder. Very cold. It's going to be colder out there. Make sure you wrap it warm. Okay. Don't turn up in your sports gear next week. No, no, that would, I would not last long. <laughs> yeah, so from next week we'll be doing recording remotely again, but we, we've we recorded a day early this week so we can get it in. We will still be here every yep. week we though. We're not going anywhere. We're going to get you through lockdown too and get you out the other side of it. Lock harder. Lock, is that what it's called? Lockdown know. two, lock harder. I like it. <laughs> Been up to much this week? That's a really good question. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Um, I don't think so. Working really hard. Yeah? Yeah. Trying to sort of get a few things uh, <laughs> finished off. Good. Before before the world changes again. Um, yeah, like I say, I, I tell you actually what, what? that words came out in the wrong order. <laughs> <laughs> I've, my car is full of stuff, like sort of gym stuff. stuff. Yeah. Because like the the guy runs the, it's a martial arts and fitness place. Cause yeah. My, my girls go there to do their martial arts. He's like, oh, just take a load of stuff because we're going back on like Zoom and stuff. So I've got like got boxing gloves. Oh, amazing. I've got kick pads. Oh, can we have a fight? Yeah, I'll bring them <laughs> in afterwards. <laughs> I've got, um, yeah, boxing pads. Nice. They uh, just say you keep them. I suppose they're no use to him, are they? Well, he can't, yeah, he can't go in his can't uh, do dojo <laughs> for a month. So, yeah. Yeah, cool. So I'm going to, yeah, get on it. Go in and fight the wife. Yeah. <laughs> I would lose. You would. Um, it wouldn't even be close. <laughs> it wouldn't. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> what? Do, how do we usually start these things? Uh, well, I usually, having said what I've been doing in the yeah. last week, I would usually say, "What have you been doing?" Any uh, not news a lot. I've been, I've been off work this week. So. Have you had a haircut? Yes, oh, I, I had to get a pre-lockdown haircut because okay. it was quite long, and I couldn't. If I'd have gone another four or five weeks, I'd have looked ridiculous. Yeah, it looks good. Thanks, mate. I've not even done it today because I've not been anywhere. Okay, so. that's fine. <laughs> it still looks fine. Oh, I did some lumberjacking earlier. Tried right. some more trees down. Oh, at my dad's house this Oh, time. excellent. Okay. Yeah, so I, I thought you'd just been like randomly. Took three conifers out <laughs> with a chainsaw this time. <laughs> Did you buy him a drink first? <laughs> That's about it. That's all I've done, really. Cool. Played with any dog. Oh. They've got a new puppy. Good doggo. Yeah, he's a cool dog. Uh, yeah, other than that, I've not been up to much. Awesome. So. Shall we do Netflix news? Yeah, let's do it. Have you, you got you, any? No, you're, okay. on, you're all over it this week, I'm afraid. <laughs> right. Okay, I have some newses. Go for it. News I. Educate me. Are you aware of. A movie called Red Notice. No. So this is quite a big movie by the sounds of it. Okay. It has just finished filming this week and it will be coming to Netflix next year. It's got quite a good cast. Okay. Sorry. Have you heard of The Rock? I've heard of him. He's yeah. in it. Cool. Have you heard of Ryan Reynolds? Yep. He's know in him. it. Have you heard of Gail Gadot? Yep. She's in it. Cool. Um, and yeah, they... Um, I've heard of all three of those people. <laughs> they... Uh, 
they were they they had to stop filming again because of um the d- disease that we shall not speak its name but they have been back to work they have uh, wrapped that it is an action movie yeah about an interpol agent described in the synopsis that i read as the world's greatest tracker <laughs> that's the rock okay and he must stop the world's greatest art thief is that ryan reynolds no gal gadot correct huh? so who's, what's ryan reynolds up to uh, apparently he's the world's greatest con man Oh, right. So it's I'm the world's sure. greatest thieves that going against each other. actually what, in the synopsis, all three of them are described as the world's greatest tracker, con man, and art thief. Nice. So, so they're all going up against each other. Like. Yeah, I'm not sure which side of the coin Ryan Reynolds may fall. No, um, could go either way. Sounds like Bill Rock's going to be the good guy, though. Yeah, I think so. If he's the tracker, yeah. he's going to be tracking down the con men and the art thief. Yeah. But I think that sounds like a coming, lot of fun. Coming to Netflix? Yes. Excellent. Big names. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, apparently the, it was the subject of a bit of a bidding war between studios and Netflix. Won bidding out. war. Well, there Excellent. You go. Next bit of news. Yep. Rick, and, Rick and Morty. Yes. Season 4B. Yep. Is coming to Netflix UK. Excellent. Um, it's a bit of Rick and Morty. 4th of December. Oh, that's really soon. Yeah. I've been watching it. Have you? I, I know I said ages ago yeah, that like, I've, I've never got into it. Are you into it? Uh, I've watched, I'm part, I can't remember how far, I'm part way through season two. Nice. Um, yeah, the ones that have been good, I've, I've really yeah, enjoyed. When it's good, it's really good. I've, but I've not been like mainlining it, Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, but no, I've enjoyed it. Good. I've enjoyed it. So yeah, uh, that'll be good because that brings Netflix UK up to date with yes, it, I is. think. Yes, that is. Yeah, it does. Because um, people were a bit surprised when only half of the series <laughs> landed. Yeah, they broke the season ago. in half for some reason. I'm sure that'll just be contractual stuff. Yeah. Because it is on normal TV over here, isn't it? Yes. That's on... E4? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they have that contract with. Oh, I've started that sentence. Oh, I don't know how to Adult Swim. It. Adult Swim. That's yeah. it. Yeah, they've got like a late night block, haven't yeah. they, over here now? Do you want another one? Yes, please, newsman. Do you know David Beckham? Yes. Well, not personally. <laughs> no, of him. I, when I went traveling years and years ago yeah. around Asia, it's like Singapore, Malaysia, Humble brag. Thailand, all that <laughs> sort of thing, like, like when I had disposable money <laughs> and no children and no wife yeah um it was like midst of like beckham mania yeah it was sort of 2003 four somewhere yeah, I mean, around that when he was popular and um i i always remember we we, we were walking around it didn't, didn't matter which which city it was in any of those places a lot of the school kids is like come up and say oh you you're english can i practice my english and i know it's i know it's a total cliche but they literally would ask do you know the queen <laughs> or david beckham Really? Yeah. He was like the second most famous person yeah, in the very world. much. Wow. Anyway, I've, got, I've gone off. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> David, David Beckham, he has signed a deal with Netflix. Okay. £16 million Netflix are paying David Beckham. That's a lot of money. To film a documentary. Okay. Now, I, I read a couple of different sources on this. Yeah. One seemed to think it was like a fly on the wall, Kardashians type. Like what Ozzy Osbourne used to do. Yeah. <laughs> And another thought it was more interviews and are kind of like, oh, is it a more, bit more last last dance type? That feels more likely. And it, and a bit of actually, it'll be a bit of a charting his journey from from the bottom to the top. he's just formed a new football club, hasn't he? Yes. So is it going to be about that? Poss- well, it didn't mention those guys. Like Real Miami or something. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. But it's whole family. I can't family see will... it being fly on the wall. Yeah. A la Osbournes. No, that's a bit passe now, Beckham. isn't it? Yeah, people don't do that anymore. At home with the Beckhams, it's not going to be a thing, is it? I wouldn't have thought so. No. 
But that is imminently starting filming. So, yeah, expect to see that at some point next year as well. Excellent. 16 million. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. He didn't need that sort of money. Of course he doesn't. <laughs> but if, you, if you're going to get off of it, you're going to take it, aren't you? Yeah. Um, oh, fireworks. That's really loud. <laughs> it was really loud. When is fireworks night? Tomorrow. Why are they on now? I don't know. They're Why are they on at all? <laughs> Nobody can watch them. Well, people in the garden can do it, can't they? Maybe. We just need to. You don't remember, remember this year. You just forget it even exists. Yeah. <laughs> fine. I've got one more. If you can hear fireworks, apologies. I'm yeah. not editing them out. No, fine. <laughs> if not, it's just us talking about something you can't hear. Yeah. Uh, I've got one more. Yeah. Netflix, I'm a bit concerned Ooh. that they're trying to muscle in on our territory. Okay. That's bad times. Because. But we muscled in on their territory quite badly. Yeah, don't. don't. <laughs> we couldn't brush, exist without them. Brush over that. <laughs> so. If you have the Netflix Android app, yes. they are trialing a new feature. Right. And that is, you can play titles on Netflix with audio only. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So if you're out for a jog or... You can just listen to an episode or yeah. something. That seems weird. It does seem weird, doesn't Why? it? And the, and the blurb I read is kind of like, you know, it's a... Because of how popular things like Audible is and, yeah. and audio books... You can now listen to your favourite episode of something when okay. you're on the go. It would probably work for documentaries, things like Unsolved Mysteries. It would probably work because yeah. that is just talking heads. But I can't imagine it for a drama or anything. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to watch, I don't know, what's on, what did I see on the thumbnail? Did they like something like Skyscraper with the rock? No, of course not. Or The Haunting of Bly Manor. It's <laughs> stuff exploding. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're into that sort of thing. I mean, but, it seems odd. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, but that is, yeah, if you've got a Netflix Android app, that feature is that. available, I apparently. try it, maybe. What would be what would be the first thing <laughs> you would pick? I probably could go... It, for a documentary, it'd probably work. Yeah. Because Unsolved Mysteries, for example, is just talking heads. There's no... Sure. You don't need to be watching it. And even things like Tiger King. Yeah, but can you imagine not knowing what Joe Exotic looked like? <laughs> no, but... <laughs> I don't know. You could probably get away... I wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't watch slash listen to a TV drama. Yeah. Or a film. That's I tell you what, stupid. don't watch The Irishman. Maybe one one <laughs> week. Yeah. In audio only. One week we'll do a film, but not watch it. No. Just listen to it. <laughs> that could be quite interesting. It might be a good bonus episode <laughs> for the Patreon. Okay, I might say you're on your own. <laughs> or I'll watch it and you just listen to it or vice versa. Right, okay. So just, all right, hypothetically speaking. Yeah. If we'd last, last, last <laughs> week we watched Hungerford. Yeah. Imagine not watching that. Just listening to it. Would you'd think, oh, this this be amazing as aliens? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Bugs. You watch it, I'll listen to it, and we'll see if we get the same experience. And then you'd never know what Cohen Rosewell looked like. Yeah, what a disappointment! <laughs> but I've, there's there's gears turning in my head. <laughs> that might be a bonus episode there. But maybe you could put your yeah your favorite episode of <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I suppose if it's something you've seen Pepper, a lot of. Peppa Pig yeah. while you go to sleep. Like like Community or something. If you know the episode, you could, you just get the laughs out of it. I suppose so. Yeah, it does seem strange though. I don't know if I'm on board with that or not. It's interesting anyway. It yeah. is. Get off our patch, Netflix. <laughs> we do audio, you do video. <laughs> is that all your news done? Yeah, but if you want to give us a job, then just yeah, yeah, yes, let us know. We love a job. <laughs> is all your news done? Yes, that is the news. The yep. news is finished. <laughs> that is the news. <laughs> Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Uh, I've watched a film. Okay. Shall I do that first? Yes. I've uh, also watched a film. Okay. <laughs> you do I, yours first. I've watched a film which starred Simon Pegg. Mine didn't. Okay. Well, it's not <laughs> the same film then. No. Uh, mine was called Kill Me Three Times. I've heard of this. 
It's an Australian movie. Is it any good? Do you know what? Yes. Yes. Really? <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So... What's the premise? Simon Pegg is a hitman. Yeah. And he... It gets, it's very complicated and it's um, it's told from sort of multiple point of views, multiple... Um, it's a non-linear film and he mm. is basically tasked with killing um, the wife of a nightclub owner. Yeah. And it doesn't quite go to plan uh, through no fault of Simon Pegg. <laughs> and it's it's a small it's a story that's set in a small small town, and it's it's sort of a bit of a it almost ends up being a farce actually. Oh really? Um, but it's quite funny. I, I quite like the Australian sense of humour. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a very it's swift. It's only like an hour and twenty five minutes. It's zippy. Uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed Zippy's it. in it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Excellent. I might check that out. Yeah, we, I think we give like Simon it. Pegg a bit of a serve the last few weeks, but everything we've watched him in since, we've enjoyed. He's, I liked him in this. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he was, um, yeah, quite quite believable in, in his hitman role. Good. Yeah, I would. Oh. I would watch again. I'd give it a recommend. Wow, I'll check it out. <laughs> Do you want to know which film I watched? Yes, please. Uh, it was the night after Halloween, and I watched his house or his house. Okay, it's really difficult to say. His house. Have you heard of this? No. Really, no. it's charting really high on Netflix. Okay. It was two number two in the charts when I watched it. It's had the distinct honour of getting a hundred percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes Ooh, wow. today, which is very rare for a Netflix original. What is it? It's a horror film. Okay. It stars Matt Smith, who used to be Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. And it is about some Sudanese refugees who make their way over to the UK, uh, go through the asylum system. Oh, I think I have seen about this no, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'd be surprised if you haven't. Yeah. They go through the asylum system, eventually get housed, and the house is haunted. And uh, okay. they get Haunted by ghosts of their past. Okay. They're from Sudan. Is it good? It's really good. Is it it's, scary? Yeah. Is it emotional? <laughs> it sounds emotional. It's kind of, it is quite emotional. It is quite scary. It's very British. They live moving to this like, British council estate. Right. Matt Smith's like the housing officer, so he's the guy who puts them there. But he's quite sympathetic to them as well. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. There's zombies in it. There's witches really. in it. There's dead children in it. It's it's pretty pretty crazy. Is it a Netflix movie? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh wow. Okay. But yeah, it's really good. I thought as I wanted to watch I was I was uh, I had somebody around on Halloween, so we watched a less scary film. Right. We watched Gerald's Game. Yes. The Stephen King adaptation. Yep. So the night after I thought I'm gonna watch something pretty scary. I wanna watch something scary. And I did. <laughs> it was pretty scary. <laughs> and it's really good. And like I say, it's been given hundred percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. That's impressive. I don't really go by Rotten Tomatoes very much, but to get that is pretty impressive, and it's like first week of release as well. That is great. Right, I'll, I will definitely have a check look it out. It is pretty scary, though. I'm not going to lie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> watched anything else? Yes, I've watched something else that I'm sure you will have watched. I don't know if you'll have finished them all because there's only five episodes. I finished them all. It is the best program on, on Netflix. Netflix. Certainly the best documentary. It is Somebody Feed Phil. It's amazing. A joy. I love him so much. I want him to be with me. I, I wanted to space it out because there was only five. And watched it in two nights. Yeah, me too. I did it in two days. I worked again. <laughs> but yeah, I loved it. I thought it was really good. I thought the Rio episode was fascinating. Yes, it was. Really, really interesting. Yeah. And the San Francisco one was really good as well. I really liked the San Francisco one. I did watch one. that with my mum and she's been there. So she was like, oh, I've been there. And every restaurant we were like, all right then. I, also, I like the Singapore one because I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to go to Singapore. Although yeah. it's changed a lot since then. Yeah. So like none of those, <laughs> like the airport wasn't like that. No. With the ridiculous waterfalls new, and sky gardens. Out of all of them, it really made me want to go to Singapore. Yeah. I thought it just looked fascinating. Yeah. So fascinating place. Everyone's, yeah. I had a great time with it. If you're not watching somebody feed Phil, you are missing out. Yeah. It is the best documentary on Netflix. And he's so lovable. Such a likable character. It's great. And when his dad comes on at the end. Yeah. 
Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's really sweet. And his wife. Yeah. He had his son in one of them as well in this series. Hawaii. Hawaii. That was really good as well. We went to Hawaii. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, check it out. Check somebody feed Phil out. Anything else? Uh, one more. I've watched a comedy special. Okay, and I don't want to get like, <laughs> I don't want to get like, I'm not, I'm not going down the political route, um, because I just it's not the time or the place, and I don't care. It's definitely but, not the time. Um, I watched Sarah Cooper's comedy special. She's the lady that became quite famous on Twitter for lip syncing to Donald Trump's. Oh yes, like yes, ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> just speeches and accusations. Donald Trump's and, just ridiculous. Um. And she's got an hour-long special on Netflix. Okay, it's pretty funny. Yeah, and and it's it's she's doing a sort of parody of a daytime news show, right? Um, and it is just like spots the guest star, so Ben Stiller pops up, Jane Lynch, John Hamm, Winona Ryder, uh, Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Oh, really? Wow. Um, and it's directed by Natasha Leon. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's quite quite enjoyable. Really thought it was quite funny for an hour. Excellent, I might check that out. That's about it for me. I've finished a couple of things that I mentioned last week. Well, I say finished. I got to the end of Upstart Crow. Oh, yes. On Netflix. Yeah. And then found there's another season that isn't on Netflix. Oh. But it is on the BBC iPlayer. So (laughs) I finished it on Netflix, but I've still got a few episodes left on the iPlayer. And it's really good. Cool. It's really hooked me in now. I just I keep wanting to go to the next episode. That's that's good. We we watched like one and it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. But once you get into it. Yeah. The, girl, the girl who plays his daughter and Mark Heap are the absolute highlights. Mark They're, Heap's amazing in anything. He is. He is. He's just Absolute incredible. British comedy legend. He's got his own catchphrase and it just I say it every time he does. <laughs> say it along with him. And I also finished American Barbecue Showdown. Oh, yes. Which, this is on my list. I've not got to it yet. Which the final, I won't spoil it for you, but the final challenge is the hardest thing I've ever seen anybody have to do in reality TV. Really? It was ridiculous. Oh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> it was ridiculous. They had to stay up all night. Let me put it up. Okay. <laughs> it was a 14-hour challenge. Wow, to step overnight. But yeah, that's definitely worth checking out if you're into like American barbecue. I am. And showdowns. I love barbecue. Me too. <laughs> could eat one right now. I really could. <laughs> I've not had my tea yet. So I finished that. The person I wanted to win didn't win, which was a bit frustrating. Oh, bummer. The person who I wanted to win didn't even get to the final. Oh. So Fair. I'm done. Me too. Anything else we want to discuss while we're here? Um, should we do the Netflix top ten? Yeah, let's do we've that. We've not done that for ages. No, we haven't. Let's um, roll through that. On the big screen. Oh, why not? Treat yourself. <laughs> Website's looking very nice on this. Thank big, you. Big yeah, we our website up on the big screen. Right, number ten in the UK currently is Emily in Paris. Okay, we know about this. Emily goes to Paris. Is it a sitcom? Um, it's comedy drama. I think. I don't yeah. think it's a sitcom. Okay. <laughs> Uh, number nine is His House, which I oh, find really? really difficult to say. But yeah, that's at number nine. It is, it's been in the top ten since it came out. It is really good. Definitely check it out. Uh, number eight is a TV show called Barbarians. I mean, is this just like Vikings? Looks like it. Um. <laughs> uh, there's one season. It must be brand, pretty much brand new. Six episodes. Torn between the mighty empire that raised him and his own tribal people, a Roman officer's conflicted allegiances lead to an epic historical clash. Right. Can't see it? Uh, I mean, it doesn't sound bad, but I feel there's a lot of that sort of thing around. <laughs> yeah, there is. The Netflix love an historical drama at the minute. Sure. They're all over it. Uh, number seven is a film called Ghosts of War. They've changed this app slightly. It's very confusing. Have you heard of that? I am not familiar. It is new think. to 2020, apparently. 
Uh, five battle-worn allied soldiers guarding a chateau previously occupied by Nazis start experiencing unexplained and terrifying supernatural horrors. Now that, it sounds like a good premise. It's got Billy Zane in it. Okay. <laughs> I think that increases the appeal. <laughs> Brent, Brenton Thwaites. I know that name. Has he been in one of our films? I'm pretty sure I'd remember that name. I know, I'm the, not... I know the name. I don't know why. Uh, number six is The Haunting of Bly Manor. Sure. Which we've talked... Have you watched that? No, not yet. No. I think it's brilliant, so definitely check that out. Uh, number five is a film called Ninja Assassin. Any ideas? What's not to like about that <laughs> title? When his best friend is murdered by the shadowy Azunu clan, Rezo, an orphan raised to be an assassin, vows revenge. That's handy that he was raised to be an assassin. Yeah, very much. That's an 18. It's from 2009. wonder why that's <laughs> randomly it seems just a bit appeared. Yeah. of a random thing to be high up. Yeah. Uh, number four is Modern Family. Must have had some new episodes. Must have had some new episodes. There's eight series on there. I don't know how many episodes, how many seasons there are of that. About 15, isn't it? And number three in the UK today is a film called Holiday. Any ideas? It's a Christmas movie. Is it? There's a pumpkin on the poster. Oh, no, it's not a Christmas movie. It's about all the holidays. Oh, okay. Because I'm pretty sure my wife's watched it. Right. And it's about a couple who agree that neither of them have significant others. So they, they meet each other on one of the holidays. And then agree to meet up on every holiday so uh, that they won't be alone. For the holiday. Yeah. And I presume they end up, spoiler, getting together. <laughs> Presumably, yeah. <laughs> you, you're not far off on the synopsis. Fed up with being single on holidays, two strangers agree to be each other's platonic plus ones all year long, only to catch real feelings along the way. It's got Emma Roberts in it. Oh, okay. She's good. Uh, number two in the UK today is a film called Blended. That's Adam Sandler. It's Adam Sandler's new film with Drew Barrymore. I don't think it's a new one. Is it not new? Oh, no, it's so. not. 2014. Yeah. What's worse than a dreadful blind date between two single parents crossing paths once again, but this time are to resort with their kids in tow? I mean, you kind of feel that it's maybe diminishing returns because Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Yeah. The wedding singer. Brilliant. True. Great chemistry. 51st dates. Not yeah. as good as a wedding singer. No. Still pretty good for an Adam Sandler film. I'll take your word for it. It's not bad. I'm <laughs> guessing this one's probably a level below both of them. Yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? I mean, it's number two in the UK. Yeah. Did you think they've just brought some of Sanders' old films? Uh, to, I guess uh, so. To treat him. And, and then when Netflix get them all, will there be some kind of like Adam Sandler signal up in the sky? Oh, God. <laughs> Let's hope not. We've completed the set. <laughs> um, and at number one currently in the UK is a TV show called The Queen's Gambit. Yes. Uh, I've seen the trailer and I've read... Several things this week saying on Twitter, on um, you know, on on various websites saying how brilliant it is. Really? Yeah, supposed to be very, very good. Netflix describe it as a limited series. Now, what does that mean? Do we think? I would say it's. I would have thought three episodes. I would have said three to ten. Seven. Okay. Well, there you go. Does it mean it's not coming back? Is it like a one-off? I don't think so. I just think it means it's a weird number of episodes. <laughs> In a 1950s orphanage, a young girl reveals an astonishing talent for chess and begins an unlikely journey to stardom while yep. grappling with addiction. Sounds interesting. So yeah, that's your Netflix top 10. Awesome. Uh, I've only seen two of them, so I need to be watching more Netflix shit. <laughs> we're done. I think we're done. Yep. Shall we move on and talk about this week's film? Let's do it. Okay, so this week we watched a film called Calibre, and this was selected by our Patreon, Sam Mulholland, 
and this his is a wild card episode. First wild card. First wild card of the season. Yeah, he indeed. went in. He's, he's gone in early, but then there's five to play, and he's gone. F- f- was this episode five or six? Don't know. I don't count them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is six. Yeah. So he's actually a little bit over where he should yeah. have been to go first. Sorry about the fireworks. Uh, Caliber is from 2018. It is a 15. It runs for one hour and 41 minutes. Currently rated at 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, and is a Netflix original. Stars a guy called Jack Loudon, who plays a character called Vaughn. Um, you will know him if you have seen Fight With My Family. That is where I knew him from. He is our second cast member from that film this season. Because Flopo was oh, of course she was, yeah. Malevolent. Who, and she plays Paige in that film. He plays Zach. And he's also in Dunkirk. Yeah. So you might have seen him in that. Okay. Yeah, I have seen that, actually. Um, also guy, stars a guy called Martin McCann, who plays a character called Marcus. You might recognise that name if you've been with us for a while. Uh, I did not recognise the name. I did recognise the face. I then had to go and look where I recognised the (laughs) face from. And he has been on the show before. He has indeed. He was in The Resort with... um, Oh, what's that guy's name? Dugray Scott. Dugray Scott. That was uh, essentially Jurassic Park, but with zombies instead of dinosaurs. Yeah, Yeah, so he's in that. So this is his second appearance on the show. And also stars a guy called Tony Curran, who plays a character called Logan. Um, you'll have seen him. He's been in. A, he's done a lot of TV work. Yeah, I was I, again. British he's a, TV he's, and American he's TV. He's a face that I recognise. And then when I actually looked at what he'd been in, yeah, a list as long as you are. <laughs> Probably most famous for, although the the most famous film he's in is The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Okay, but he plays the Invisible Man. <laughs> so he's not technically in it but that was a film that was so bad that sean connery retired from acting he did. and unfortunately passed away this week <laughs> so there's your coincidence for this week's episode rest in peace to sean and this was written and directed by a guy called matt palmer who this is his first and so far only full-length feature film yeah so yeah one word review <laughs> i didn't think it was far ahead <laughs> um give me a sec always keeping me waiting <laughs> soggy <laughs> Soggy? Yeah. I genuinely thought you were going to go with Scottish. <laughs> I've already used that this year. Oh, yeah. This is, in, our, this in is Malevolent. the second Scottish film of the season. Yeah, you could see the the house from Malevolent in the background of this at one point. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, you got me thinking then. I was like, was that the same house? That would be cool, though. It did look like the same house, the guest house they stayed in. Well, I suppose it did was. Trick- yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, Nick, where does this film start? Beautiful Scotland. Look at the first line of my notes. <laughs> my first line of my notes is beautiful Scotland. <laughs> the first line of Nick's notes. Have you ever been to Scotland? Yeah, my my um loads of times. I've used, never seen the holiday there a lot. My um my grandma was Scottish, so I'm I'm a quarter Scottish. Oh, you said that in the Malevolent episode. Did I? Yeah, I've <laughs> never set foot across the border. Never been to Scotland. Okay, so I'd quite like to go. I was there because I have to go a bit for work as well. I was yeah, there. you do, don't you? March, I think it was the last time I was there, Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, it was just before lockdown. Yeah, so you weren't sure if you were going to get back. Or yeah, not, I remember. Yeah, so we start off with there's like stock aerial footage of Scotland. It looks very beautiful. Yeah, uh, it's we're, it's sort of Highlands, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's 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 um, bracken everywhere and yeah, mountains, mountains and snow and yeah, looks looks lovely we, cinematography. Yes, we're very much up north in Scotland in this film. Um, and we cut then to a couple who are in bed. And uh, this is our main character, Vaughan, and his wife? Fiancé. I thought they were married. But later on, he tells the... I think he tells people that they're married, but maybe they're not. He, no, he tells the, the girl in the pub later that he's got a fiancé. But then Logan, all the way through, is calling her his wife. Maybe yeah. they're just getting confused. Anyway, they're a couple. Yeah. They love each other. 
Very much so. We know this because they say, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says, I love you too. You looked me right in the eyes when you said that. <laughs> um, turns out Vaughn is going to go hunting today with his mate. I was a bit confused. Why? Because I thought it was a stag do. Yes. But, but then it's not. there's only one of they're only going as a duo. Yeah. I think it's like a rekindling of their friendship. Yeah. I feel like they'd grown apart. They were like used to be The really way they're talking mates. in the car is they hadn't seen each other for, for a, a long lot. time. Yeah. Because it comes out quite quickly that Vaughn's girlfriend is pregnant. Yes. And Marcus, is congrat- Marcus picks him up in his car to they drive off together. And they have a bit of banter in the car, don't they? It, yeah, they're it, sort of old friends. It's that yeah. typical, oh, I can't believe you've got this ball and chain around <laughs> your ankle. and I can't believe you've had sex is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there is some bad. T- it it is like they haven't seen each other for a very long time, and they've just like decided to go away together to uh, rekindle an old friendship, I guess. So we get a bit of a driving montage as they're going up north. Well, it is described, isn't it, a couple of times throughout this as like Vaughn's last blowout as a yeah. single man, so, and that's why I kept thinking, oh, it's, it is is like his stag do. Maybe it's but like then, a baby stag. Yeah. So do you have a stag before you have a baby? Yeah. Uh, uh, what's a baby stag called? Is it just a deer? Is it, is, oh, it <laughs> I have no idea. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I, I don't know nature. I don't either, really. I'd be useless in this kind of film. Yes. <laughs> 1,000% you would. But then I wouldn't have done what he did, so I guess I'd have been all right. You wouldn't have bowed to the peer pressure. I wouldn't. Eventually, we get to an old hotel slash guest house yeah. type place where they're going to be staying. Guest house, bed and breakfast type thing, is Very it? small town, local community. Very much so. So they check in and what do you do when you check into a small guest house in a local community? Head to the local pub. Well, hey, lads, lads. <laughs> There's just only two of them, so it's just lads, lads. Lads, lads. Yeah. There's more lads in the pub. Yeah, true. Keep, why do I keep hitting my mic today? I've never done that before. And Every week. <laughs> true. And they meet a guy called Logan. It's because I'm trying to stay still, okay. so my chair doesn't creak like it did all the way through <laughs> last week's episode. Uh, they meet a guy called Logan who's a little bit older than them. He's like the local guy who props up the bar. He's really nice to them. Yeah, he's really friendly. And actually, because... Very welcoming. Yeah, straight away, hmm. there is a forebodingness to this, yeah, you, even at the start, yeah. as they're... Like, We've all seen films set in small towns. Yeah, you know they're on their own. Happen. There's like no... The hills have eyes. Yeah, exactly. And this guy's just really nice. Yeah. Vaughn talks to him at the bar, and he's... he's it's a really good, it's a good sort of chemistry mm. between them, good actually. Banter. And Logan is played by Tony Curran, and he says, "Yo, what are you up here for?" And he's, "Oh, anything you need, come and yeah. Yeah, just you're welcome." Because they say they're going hunting, and he's like, "Oh, it's, you're a bit late for hunting season. You'll probably yeah. be the only two out there." Yeah, and then he says, "Oh, you know, oh, it's good, but it's good to see people up here because a lot of people just go to the." He's talking about being a country club or yeah. something, isn't there? That takes away a lot of the the trade. But then Marcus turns back up because yes. he's, he's been to pay a visit. Yeah. And, <laughs> He's just an arsehole to Logan. Yeah. He, like, gives him the brush off. Yeah, pretty much straight away. I, but they kind of talk of themselves. They kind of all make friends in the end, don't they? Cause yeah, but he's he's noticeably not... Yeah, Logan doesn't take a liking to him straight away. Yeah. Marcus is a bit of a dick. Yeah. Marcus is a dick. Yeah, he just sort of goes, all right. All right. And he says to him, well, that guy would have been going on for hours. <laughs> well, you're in a small pub in a village of... Small pub people. <laughs> yeah, 10 people. Just after that, they start having some drinks. Some local girls come in. Yep. And instantly just going to sit with our two main characters. Yeah. Well, they catch eyes with another local, don't they? Yeah. It looks a bit rough. Yeah. And then goes go straight to, yeah, as you say, Vaughan and Marcus. Vaughan and Marcus. Uh, but then this guy who they caught eyes with quite quickly kind of starts on Vaughan. Yeah. And it's like pushing him around a little bit and 
being the big man, even though he's quite small and bold. <laughs> uh, Marcus gets up and kind of saves the day, doesn't he? Talks him down. Uh, Logan does. Uh, Logan does, sorry. Yeah. Marcus gets up and gets in his face. Then Logan talks him down. Like, Logan seems to have the respect of this town. He does, yeah. Everybody much. kind of obeys him. Yeah. And then some other guy comes up and just basically says, keep away from those girls. Yeah. They're, they're trouble. Word, they're word of warning. Stay away. Stay away. And then we get a drunk night montage. Yeah, I, I didn't think this... I didn't this didn't think this did a great job as a montage. Yeah, because we're in a they walk in we're in a sleepy pub yeah. with no one in, and then <laughs> suddenly it gets very dancey. Fucking I don't know Coachella or something <laughs> like that. Wow, it's like well you know Coachella. Is. <laughs> it's been some more festivals than you have. True, that's true, <laughs> and um, yeah, it, it, it's like absolutely kicking off in there. Yeah. It's, no, it's like a good party night. Everybody's yeah. getting drunk, doing shots. getting. But it's Scotland, so that's pretty much what they do anyway, isn't it? It's just a Tuesday. Um, uh, it just so happens, so the girls tell our two heroes that um, there's this, you've picked a great week to come up, weekend to come up here because it's the local festival. Yeah. And everyone's going to be out the next <laughs> couple of nights. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're having a bonfire. It's the end of the hunting season. Yeah. So that's, they have a festival at the end of the drink whiskey, season. haggis. Yeah. And, uh, just Wear kilts, play yeah. bagpipes. <laughs> I don't know any more Scottish Absolutely have it large. <laughs> yeah, basically. Muck large. Um, the end of the night, they, they leave with the two girls. Marcus leaves with the girl that he's been talking to all night. And Vaughn comes clean to the girl that he's been talking to that he's got a pregnant girlfriend. Yes. So, and she she's fine with that. She's like, don't worry. I've had What's a great that? night. Let's go and have another drink. Let's just go and have another drink. So, I don't know where they go. They go somewhere else. She, they go into an inn and she says, oh, my, I've got the keys because my mum owns it. No. I was like, well, have they gone back to the pub they've just walked out of? Surely this little town hasn't got two. Well, I did. It doesn't really matter, but yeah, it was just a bit <laughs> confusing. So, they have a bit of a drink. Cut to the next morning. My Vaughn's in bed. Marcus comes knocking on the door, gets him out of bed. And they... It's quite early, I think. Yeah. I think He's like, there is. to the forest. Yes. Yeah, let's go to the forest. So, they head out to a place called Raven's Fell. Which would have been my trivia question. Did you get it? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, cool. hang on. Was that on the sign for yeah. the road? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I, I I nearly wrote down what the village called, was called that they stayed in. Yeah. And then realised I didn't have to. So <laughs> I'm still getting out of the habit of looking for trivia questions. <laughs> I know what you mean. It began with a C. Yeah. Con- Connaughton or something like that. Cool Curran or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. They're getting ready to... They park the car up, get ready to go out. Vaughn realised that he's forgotten his ammo. He's absolutely hanging. <laughs> he is. He's... he's yeah. He is in a bad way from yeah, the night he's before. He's not in a good place. And he's, he says to Marcus, oh, I forgot my ammo. And that's quite an important thing for hunting. Yes. You're not going to get, you're not going to hunt much without any ammo. I mean, you could throw a rock. Well, but... yeah, you could do. get a catapult or something. <laughs> so Marcus says to him, well, you can borrow my gun. I've got a spare. Yeah. Borrow mine. I've got one. You've got one. We'll just go hunting. It'll be fine. Sure. So they do. Uh, just to point out that um, Vaughn remarks to Marcus that he seems to be rather fresh considering... Yes. The state he was in last night. Yeah, he kind of says, "Oh, are you are you at that stuff again?" It's very. Yeah. We're very much implying that Marcus is is high on cocaine at yes. this point. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really hide that fact. No. Then this film takes a turn. This, yeah, this this is great. It was great. Like this genuinely like, suspenseful. I shot up in my seat when this happened. So Vaughn is looking through the sights of his gun through the scope. Yep, they found a deer. Found a deer. They get the deer in their sights. And Vaughn doesn't really want to do it. No, he's, he's very he's reluctant like, to I'm shoot it. I'm not really a hunter. This yeah. is your sort of thing. There's but peer Mar- pressure. Marcus insists. He says, you spotted it. You you've shoot got, it. You've got to shoot it. So he lines it up. Headshot. He goes for the headshot. Yep. Takes the shot. And suddenly the deer moves. 
and he gets the headshot of a small boy. Yeah. Now, I wasn't sure at this point. I was like, is that in his head? What the fuck? Yeah. What's gone on here? But it uh, it wasn't. He has killed a young child. Yeah. Who was stood exactly behind a deer. Yeah. In a bright blue bomber jacket. Yeah. So the deer moved out of the way and the kid got the bullet between the eyes. Yeah. Bad times. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it, same, it same. It made me sh- sh- jump out my seat. Yeah. I, was like, I did not see that coming. So I didn't know. I hadn't seen the, even seen the trailer for this one. Okay. And I didn't know what it was about, and I was not expecting that at all. And it was a real like whoa moment. It's not a bad movie by any means up until that point, but it's it is a bit like well, what's it's a slow burn. Yeah, and it's I was like, oh, burn. we're in a weird village. This is where this is going. Yeah. Um, but no, no, I didn't expect this. No, I didn't. I've just written shit on my <laughs> notes. So they go over, they run over, Vaughn runs over to check on this kid. The kid is very much no longer of this plane. No. And suddenly a, a man appears. <laughs> a man does appear, yes. Who is the kid's father. Yes. And he obviously is distraught. He's got his kids in his arms. And... Can, can I just say, this was really good acting as well. Yeah, it was. So by, by, by was it Jack Cloud, didn't you say, yeah. played Vaughn? He was excellent in in sort of displaying the shock yeah, of, he... of what he's just done. And I don't know who it was who played uh, Sammy's dad, but he was also very good in being distraught. Yeah. So he looks very distraught. He realizes what's happened quite quickly. He he kind of draws his gun on Vaughn. Oh, I thought he picked up Vaughn's gun. Oh, did he pick? He picked up a gun. Yeah, he must have because he wouldn't have been out hunting himself. Yeah. He picked up the gun and kind of points it at Vaughn. He does. As if he's going to shoot him for. And I don't. I don't he's, think he would have. He, no, I don't think he would have. But he's he's definitely he's just, wavering it in that direction. Yeah, he's he's just, very trembly, isn't he's he? He's pretty distraught. Yeah. Obviously, as he would be. His world's just been uprooted. And then suddenly he gets shot through the chest. He does. Because Marcus takes a shot from behind, straight through the heart, kills that guy. Didn't expect that either. No, I didn't either. It made me jump. The, the gunshot actually was yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> I thought as he shot Vaughn. So now they've got two bodies. Things have escalated. Yeah. <laughs> Quite quickly, I, not the sort of have hunting. Gone out of control. I presume they were looking to no, be doing. not at all. Marcus takes control because Vaughn is like beside himself now. Yeah, he's 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 just not no yeah. use for anything. He's gone. And Marcus moves the bodies into like the undergrowth and the underbush. Yep, underbush. <laughs> I'm going with it. Undergrowth and call the, it underbush. So he moves the bodies into the underbush <laughs> and kind of hides them away, and then they just leg it. They run. Yeah, they go back to the car. Yeah, straight back to the car. And it's they're, they're silent. Yeah, they don't speak to each other at all. A little bit further down the road, they pull over. Um, Marcus gets out with the guns. Yeah. And it's, did he want to ditch the guns? Is that what he was trying to do? Uh, no. I don't know. What I it, don't think the guns came up at this point. He's, right. He said, he basically says to Vaughan, we are going, walk. we're going back later yeah. to bury them. But he says, we, are, we need to go further north to be seen. Yeah. Somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so he, he's trying to create an alibi, basically. Yeah. That they weren't in sensible. that area. Is it sensible? Is not the sensible thing to just sort of own up? And... Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna deny it and hide the bodies, then you've an alibi is a good idea. So far, so poor decision. <laughs> I thought you'd say so far, so super dark. Times. Well, very much so. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. a very similar sort of style of film to Super Dark Times, isn't it? Because this is this film is super dark. Yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are super dark times in this film. It's probably darker than than super dark times, which was season two, sure, second in the stream table last yeah. year, season three. I think this film's probably darker than that one. Yes, there's, there's a lot of shit goes down <laughs> in this. There's less hope in this film. Yeah, definitely. 
Very much so. You've gone all doe-eyed, haven't you? Have I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what you look like, because I'm not going to see you for oh, a month. Don't, because I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> I get to be locked in a room for three weeks with my PlayStation 5, though. Yeah, that's true. When's that coming? So 19th. Oh, that's cool. Exciting. Awesome. Oh, fuck you then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so they head off. Is it like a petrol station they go to? Yeah. The it's, fuel it's, station? And the guy in there is like proper, just trope, creepy yeah. petrol station <laughs> attendant. And Marcus walks in and he's like, oh, we're, we're, we're hunting up here from yeah. wherever. They're basically gone a lot further north than yeah. they were. Trying lose the trail and the guy says and i thought this was creepy he only had one line it was good he's like ah logan told me you were about yeah you're the only stalkers that are out yeah and i'm thinking well you guys are foot then no (laughs) one else about in the woods exactly (laughs) but it achieves what they needed it to achieve i guess so then they head back to the guest house yeah um and decide they need to go to the pub again they do they need to get some food they're not. They're they're very much not in a good way. Both. No, they're and Marcus is taking the lead. And he's like, "Look, we've got to go. Yeah. We've got to get some food. We've got to be seen. Pretend, you know." He's in as much shit as Vaughn is because oh, yeah. it's his gun for a start. Right, and he and shot the guy, the, and he shot the guy. <laughs> well, they're both his guns. Yeah, as we, I, I didn't, I hadn't cottoned on later. It is, it, I hadn't cottoned on at this point. It is spelled out later. Yeah, because Vaughn had forgotten his ammo. Yeah. And on the way to the pub, they meet the girls again, um, but they kind of put them off. They're like, no, we're not. We're going to have a quiet one tonight. Yeah. It was a heavy night last night. We're not interested tonight. See you later. So they go to, they go to the same pub, but this time they go through to the restaurant. The restaurant. Restaurant. How does Boris Johnson say it? Restaurant. Does he? Yeah, you can't say it properly. And so they head for some dinner. And when... Fucking marbles in his mouth. <laughs> when they get there, there's only two other people in this restaurant. And that is Logan, who we met earlier. Yeah. And his cousin, Al. Oh, is it? Yeah. I do. <laughs> Call me Al. Oh, no, I've written Al. What a fucking moron. <laughs> and there is, they, they were cousins. They invite them to join them. They're like, come and join us. Because Logan's like the loveliest man in the whole world. Yeah, yeah. And so they do. They go and join them. And they talk about, they have a bit of a conversation about how the town is kind of dying off. And it becomes clear why Logan is being so nice to these visitors. Because exactly, he says the town is dying off. You know, we used to get a lot more yeah. tourists, hunters. We, we, we are really struggling. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's why he's given these guys a warm welcome, yeah. essentially. And it, it comes out that Marcus is in investments and yep. property. Yeah. So he gives Logan his card. He's like, I might be able to help you. Well, Logan says, you might be able to help us. Yeah, sure. Give me your card. Sure. The, the meal turns up. Looks rank. It's venison. <laughs> venison in like a red sauce. It looked yeah. like it was just in blood. It was not. It didn't look nice. There was nothing so, else with it either. So I liked this. So so Vaughn is, is still not doing well. He's not talking. He is... They're passing it off as him being hungover from the night before. Yeah. So he's just sitting at the table not really getting involved. So I, I quite like the imagery. So they're drinking red wine. Yeah. The restaurant is painted red. Yeah. Uh, the venison has some sort of red sauce on it. Yeah. Vaughn cuts into it. It's pretty rare. Yeah. There's blood. Everywhere you can see it, everything yeah. looks like blood. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was nice. Nice imagery. And then he realises he's going to be sick. Yeah. So he runs off to the toilet. And he throws up a load of red stuff. Yes. So he's obviously eaten some of the... Uh, he throws up all over the sink. While he's away, him, that's when the conversation happens between Marcus and Logan. Um, when he gets back, Logan's like, right, we need to go. We've got work to do in the morning or whatever. Sure. He pays for their meals because he's a nice guy. Yeah. And leaves. And uh, it's at this point that Marcus and Vaughn decide, right, we'll go back. We need to go back to the bodies. Yeah. And Logan basically says, look, have a great day hunting tomorrow. Remember the festival's tomorrow night. Yeah. We'll see you there. Yeah. So they get back to the bodies. It's the middle of the night. They realize they've got four hours of sun, four hours till sunlight. Question. Answer. What? (laughs) I don't know why I said that. 
You ask the question, I'll give you an answer. Okay. Hopefully. Where did they get the shovels from? I then borrowed them from the guest house. Did they? Yeah, because he took it back when they got back. You know, when the kid sees them. Right. We'll come to that later on. Marcus takes the shovels back to the shed. I mean, <laughs> I, I feel that I know they've got to get a shovel. Yeah. I feel like they're taking a lot of risks. Oh, definitely. But they had no choice, did they? Was, yeah. They did. I didn't pick up on that's where yeah. they got the shovels from. Yeah, they did. I just thought it was weird that they had these <laughs> massive shovels. <laughs> really helpful. I'll, I'll come to it because it, 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 I do mention it in my notes. Okay. So they realise they've got four hours until the sun's going to come up. So yep. they've got four hours to get rid of these bodies. And then Marcus just says, start digging. Yeah. And they do. So they really, they think they need a six foot hole to put both bodies in and then they'll be free and clear. Yeah. Marcus basically says, look, no one's going to find them for months. Yeah. It's not an issue. Yeah. Marcus, while Vaughn's digging, Marcus investigates a log and he finds a bullet in the it log, where, which was from the man because that went just through and through, straight through him. And then he feels the kid's head. Yeah, this was grim. It was grim. So the back of the kid's head is not bleeding. Nope. There is no exit There is no wound. exit wound. Um, Vaughn digs a hole that's about two feet deep. Yep. And they're like, well, we can't go any further. It's nearly sun up. That'll have to do. And Marcus starts, I don't want to say this, Marcus starts <laughs> digging into the kid's head with a knife. Yeah. Because he needs to get that bullet out because it's traceable back to him. Exactly. Vaughn is kicking off. He does not want to be digging like, in the kid's head. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. You don't be digging in Marcus the kid's head. Marcus is like, look, it's traceable back to me. It's like a fingerprint. Yeah. I know we don't like it, but... It's got to be done. Yeah. They have a bit of a row about it, don't they? And Vaughn storms off and goes back to the car. And Marcus follows him a little while later, I guess. Sure. Having done it, and he must have He's put the He's now covered in blood. Yeah. So, I don't know what he did to that kid's head. Yeah. But it well, couldn't have been pretty. So, he must have... Dug the bullet out of the kid's head, put both bodies in the grave, and filled the grave up on his own. Yeah, uh, and then they drive back to the guest house. Uh, so he just he uh, Marcus bags up. So the yeah the bullet is yeah. is bloody his knife jumper t shirt yeah yeah and and the knife and yeah they uh, they get back to the guest house. Yes, and when they get back to the kids house, they're being there's a kid who lives in the guest house. Yeah, he's watching them from his window, yep. and they spot him, I and s- they're like, "That's an issue." And then Marcus takes the shovel out of the car and takes it into like the garden area. Oh, okay. So I presume they just took it from right. the shed. Uh, they go back to their rooms. Vaughn has a bit of a breakdown on his bed, starts crying. And Marcus has got a suspicious white bag of bag of white powder <laughs> um, from somewhere. Don't know where he's had it from. He must have brought it with him. Uh, he is also pouring himself quite a slug yes. of whiskey. Yeah. They they say, right, what we're going to do, yep. we'll, we'll get up early. We'll make our excuses. Yeah. And we're heading off. We're just calling it a day early. Let's get out of here. Yeah. In the next scene, Marcus is passed out on his bed. Vaughn is banging on his door trying to wake him up. Yeah. Eventually wakes him up and says, dude, it's midday. Yeah. What what happened to getting up early? It's gone wrong quick. (laughs) What happened to getting up early? And then they hear some commotion going on outside. We can hear commotion going on outside now. And there's some guys who are looking at their Jeep. Yeah. So they're like, that's weird. What the fuck's going on there? Now, I kind of didn't understand what was going on here. Oh, right. Okay. Um. That's, it's weird what you you pick up. Yeah, I thought it was really obvious. I <laughs> <laughs> just wasn't sure. Um, so Marcus, obviously, being the big man, he approaches them and says, what the fuck's going on? And some dude starts punching him. Yeah, they've slashed their tires Yeah, on the Jeep. And then he just keeps, this dude who's punching him just keeps saying, tell me what you did. Tell them what you did. Yeah. Tell me what you did. And eventually it gets broken up. Now, did he say that he was the girl's dad? Um, or uncle or something? I think it was his friend's daughter best friend's best daughter friends. or something it's a very like close that knit yeah town, isn't it? yeah and that marcus had given her some cocaine yeah basically you you filled my best friend's daughter with cocaine and then which he hadn't done as far as we know no but that, had he done? this was us finding out yeah yeah so he had done it. yeah because then she walked around the 
corner with a smirk on I her face. I didn't know if she was lying. Possibly, Cause, but cause she, got he didn't really put girls. up a... No, he didn't. An argument against it, did he? No, I guess not. And he definitely slept with her. Yeah, he definitely slept with her. But they were warned off them as... They put like, something they're... in her, regardless <laughs> of what, if it was cocaine. Or both. <laughs> Logan kind of breaks it all up, though. He's like, calm it down. Everybody's high here. Um, highly emotional. Yes. High. Yeah, well, I don't know where Logan came from. He suddenly, was just there. Suddenly loads of people were there. Yeah. <laughs> the village, whole village was there. Um, but unfortunately, so it does calm down. And eventually we realise that the Jeep's tyres are fucked. Uh, there's also some smoke coming from it somewhere, so I don't know if somebody's done something else to it. Oh, was there? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> and eventually <laughs> it gets towed to a local garage. The guy there is like, was the guy who owned the garage the same guy who was beating them up? No. The guy who owned the garage <laughs> was the guy who warned them about Marcus off the gills. Right, because okay. not- he was very reluctant to help two them. Two nights before. He was quite reluctant to help them. But Mar- Well, Logan had calmed everything down and yeah. said, no, you're going to help them. Yeah. Um, but he didn't really want to. No. Um, well, isn't that just mechanics? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he was like, oh, I can do it, but it's going to cost you. Yeah. Is essentially what he says. It's like £550 or something. Yeah, for two new tyres. And Marcus is like, for £550, you'll get it done today. And he's like, for £550, I'll do it when I fucking want it. Yeah. <laughs> One of them sneakily tidies up all the bloodstained stuff in the back of the car. I think it was Vaughn. That was Vaughn. But he's not very sneaky. No. And I didn't like this. And I, and, and I know... That it's, the film is trying to show me that they're falling apart. Yeah. And they want us to be out of it by then, and they're not. But given what they've already done... Yeah. And buried these bodies... The stuff was just in the boot. Yeah. <laughs> All he has to do <laughs> is zip up stuff. this bag. Yeah. And it was trying to make... It was trying to carve... Because t- this is quite a tense movie. Yeah. But I thought it was inappropriate to try and carve a tense scene out of a guy zipping up a backpack. Because <laughs> that's basically what that's he was doing. essentially what he was doing. Yeah. And he fucks it up. Because he drops a knife on the floor. Yeah. Which he has to pick up before the mechanic, uh, mechanic turns around. And then he manages to get blood on the top of the bag. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, I can't close the zip. I was like, this is stupid. Yeah, that bit was this a bit, bit stupid. I didn't like it was unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Um, cut back to later on that day. They've, they've not been told the car won't be ready till tomorrow. So Correct. they've got to stay another night. The dude from earlier approaches and apologizes in the pub. Of this, yeah, so the guy, the guy who was beating up Marcus, Marcus earlier. Um, it comes out that he doesn't really want to apologise. Logan had basically forced him to do it. He basically says, I've got nothing against you, talking to Vaughan. Yeah. And he, he brings him a pint over. Yeah. And he says, this is to say sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Logan says that you're going to bring some business up here. Yeah. So... I don't agree with it. <laughs> but here He's is very my apology. Much, very much through gritted teeth apologising. And then he says, yeah, this is where he says, even though you fucked my best mate's daughter and <laughs> fed her cocaine. <laughs> um, so Marcus offers his hand, his hand to shake. Yeah. He's like, all right, mate. So, so he that. shakes Vaughn's hand. Yeah, he shakes Vaughn's hand. He's got no issue with Vaughn. No. Nope. Vaughn is not his problem. And Marcus offers his hand to shake, and he twists his nose, yeah. which is already broken. Uh, and it probably goes... <laughs> yeah, it crunches horribly. <laughs> um, but then we sit down with the locals in the pub, and it comes out in the conversation that Logan's nephew and stepbrother are missing. Yeah. And we, as a viewer, quite quickly put together who these people are. Sure. I think Vaughn did as well, quite quickly. Yes, because they say, oh, it's my nephew, or Logan's nephew, Sammy. Yeah. And that's what the guy had okay. been crying out in the woods. Like Vaughn nearly has a heart attack <laughs> as they're sitting there because this guy's like the friendliest man in the world. So they leave the pub after I'd, quite quickly after just, that. Yeah, there's just a little bit which I thought was a bit too on the nose there as well because mm. Marcus comes back and and Vaughn says, "Oh, Logan's uh, relatives are missing," and Marcus says, "Oh, how long have they been gone?" And there's a guy 
one of the other locals goes, we never said they. Yeah. And it just didn't quite ring true to me. And it is like immediately making the guys suspicious yeah. to them. And it was, that was, I'm not sure, so, that. I'm not sure a local would have picked up on that. No. I think he was the landlord of the pub. But yeah, it was really weird. I was like, well, we never said they. We never said it was a boy. And I don't think you would have picked up on that. No, you wouldn't. But if someone just saying they, because you just say they. And they kind of cover it. They say, oh, no, Logan, Logan mentioned it to it us earlier, last yeah. night at dinner or something like that. Yeah, that, again, was an unnecessary bit of tension. Yeah. yeah. It just didn't quite work. Yeah. That bit for me. <laughs> it just stuck out. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So they leave the pub. They go back to the guest house. They have another bit of a row in the guest house. Marcus basically says, look, everything I'm doing, I'm doing it to protect us both. Um, and Vaughn is like, Vaughn's having a bit of a breakdown. Vaughn gives like, him the bag back, yeah. the bloody back, backpack, and yeah, says, like, get, get rid of get it. Get rid of that. When we never see it again. Yeah. And, but Vaughn's like, we should never have done this. This is ridiculous. I can't believe we've done this. And then suddenly there's a knock on the door. They're just sitting around waiting yeah. for the next morning. Yeah, so they, they, just they just want to go home. There's a knock on the door and it's some other random dude. Yep. One, another one of the locals. And he's really friendly as well. And he's like, come on, guys, you need to get down to the festival. You're missing it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to have an early night. And he's like, it's the festival. Why would you have an early night? Yeah. So they don't. And they eventually go downstairs. But just before we go on, from now on, this film doesn't go where I thought it would go. No, not me. Because, and I'll wait till the end to say whether I thought I was good or not, <laughs> but they get down to the festival, yep. the bonfire going, there's food, there's booze. I really liked how this was set up and directed because this is where I thought their paranoia really came across well because they're looking around. Some people are being nice to them. Yeah. Some people, are, they think, oh, no, they're whispering at us. And I get thought, side eye, fuck it, they? everyone knows. Yeah. These guys are going on that bonfire. <laughs> That's why I thought these guys. I thought these these guys are going to get strung up. Yeah, the gonna, locals gonna are going to like go. The wicker man, all of us. Yeah, exactly. And I, I know I was up for it. Yeah, that's not what happened at all. <laughs> it's definitely not what happens. So one of the girls comes. They don't do much festivaling. I, I thought it was really foreboding this scene when they yeah. were all walking around the festival. It was to be fair. There wasn't a lot of festivaling going on. No, because one of the girls approaches them and she's like, "Logan wants to see you." Yeah, he's over there. I was like, "Here we go." Here we go. It's about to kick off. And they get down there. And there's quite a few guys down there. And Logan says, "Look, my nephew and my stepbrother, uh, my stepbrother, my son-in-law. No, no stepbrother. Step- no, brother-in-law. brother-in-law. Not yeah. son-in-law or stepbrother. <laughs> brother, in- my brother-in-law and my nephew haven't come back. We're we're forming a search party. We want you to join in. Yeah. Which I thought was a bit of a stretch as well. These are like two not so locals. This was weird because, and this is again where it didn't quite flow because we will later learn." They still don't know. They've not put two and two together no, yet. The no, locals. no idea. This festival is full of people. Yeah. People who know the area. Yeah. Villagers. It didn't really sit right with me. I mean, yeah, I know they, Logan had been really friendly with them. But yeah, they like, say to these two guys, or oh, come and help us. Come and help us. You don't know the area. You don't know the people. No. No, it didn't really sit right didn't, with me. It was no. Just, it was a bit weird. And then he says, oh, your Jeep's fixed. It's over there. Here's the keys. Yeah. So they've had the car, but you need to drive and follow us. So they pull over. They drive off. Bit of another bit of a driving montage. I would have just driven away at this point. <laughs> yeah, and Vaughn and, Vaughn and um, Marcus talk and, and they're like, oh, what if, what if we get to the place and yeah. what are we going to do? And and eventually they drive past it, don't they? Yeah. And Marcus goes, oh, look, they've driven past it. We were all right. Yeah. We were all good. I would have just gone home. Yeah. <laughs> what is keeping What is keeping at this there? point? So eventually they've got dogs. They've got sniffer dogs. They've got people out there shouting Sammy's name. And eventually the dog gets a scent. Yeah. He runs off into the forest. Everybody follows. It's it's convenient geography, isn't it? Because yeah. they're they've they're a long way away from where the they buried the bodies. They're kind of not they're not not easy about it, but Marcus and Vaughn are like, 
oh, okay, no, it's all it's all right. We're yeah. not very near where we were. And then the dog gets a scent, and then within thirty seconds, we're at the burial <laughs> site. The dog, yeah, the dog basically leads them exactly to where the bodies are buried. Yeah. And Marcus and Vaughn kind of hang back, and everybody else runs over, and they're digging with their hands. Yeah. So they know something's gone on now, and they find the bodies. The locals do, which have been there for less than twenty four yes. hours. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So they start digging up, eventually realise what the hell's gone on, find the two bodies. Marcus and Vaughn make a catastrophic error here. Yeah. Because they just leg it. Yeah. And so is there more of an admission of guilt than <laughs> just legging it? Why didn't they just go and help? Because you've you've got through you've got through this far. Yeah. Where because I'm on, I'm not missing something, am I? Then the, if they'd have just lied through from now. Yeah, nobody would have They've got all the evidence. The only thing that goes against them is the fact that everybody's been telling them that there aren't any more hunters out there. And we know, yes. this, and we know this shooting's happened in this one day that these yes. people have been missing. It wouldn't have been much of a stretch for the locals to put it together. No, 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 not at all. Which I think was probably what they were thinking, which yeah. is why they legged it. And they do leg it. And suddenly the locals, everything clicks in place. Yeah. They know exactly what's happened. And they chase them down. And we get a bit of a foot chase. Sure. Um, they get to their jeep. Um some dude shoots out the back window and they get into a bit of a car chase. <laughs> <He's>, yeah. <laughs> but he shoots the window. I'm pretty sure it's a shotgun. Yeah, it was a shotgun. Shoots the back window. And I don't know how this Jeep's designed, <laughs> but it also happens to pierce the fuel tank. Yeah. I, I think that's what happened. Yeah. I thought there was just no fuel in it anyway. But the, the fuel, the Jeep runs out of fuel. So they have to abandon it. So they do abandon it and they run through the forest. Yep. All the locals start following them. And the dogs. Yeah, they're sick, the dogs. You're not, out, you're not outrunning dogs, no matter who you are. The dogs firstly take take Marcus down. One of them does. Yep. Uh, Vaughn manages to pull it off. Pull, pull it off. No. <laughs> Vaughn manages to get the dog off Marcus. <laughs> and the dog latches onto, Mar- onto Vaughn's leg. Yeah, it gives him a nasty, nasty bite. bite. So, and he, can't, he can't move, to the extent that he cannot move. Yeah, Marcus stabs the dog. Yeah, Marcus kills the dog. Yeah. The dog does die in this film, but you should be more, if you're triggered by that, you should be Marcus in by the kid that got yeah, shot earlier. Sure. <laughs> Vaughn can't move. His leg's injured. So Marcus legs it on his own. Yeah, but it, Vaughn does say to Marcus, go, out, leave yeah, me. Yeah. And so the locals catch up to him. They get him, beat him up a little bit, yeah. knock him out. We cut to a black screen when he gets knocked out, which lasts for quite a long time. Yes, it does. <laughs> and they take Vaughn to a farmhouse, which is like their kill room i don't know well yeah it's in a barn isn't it yeah so logan logan is still being conversational with him he's yep. like just tell me what happened yeah i just want to know the story so logan's literally holding the the dogs back and not the actual dogs as in the, 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 the other the, locals the other men, yeah. <laughs> the dog's dead. um and so vaughn does vaughn basically tells the whole story this was a bit weird as well because it was in silence yeah it's a montage <laughs> it's a montage of... so he's, he's mouthing what's happened yeah and logan's reacting yeah but there's no sound we're just there's literally no sound yeah, yeah i thought that was a bit weird. it was just an odd choice yeah it didn't it was fine yeah it was fine it didn't but not it just, work it was a it bit was... strange yeah. while this is all going on the other guys bring their bodies back yeah so they're all wrapped up yeah that's intercut with that isn't it and then them reacting as uh yeah. vaughn's talking yeah. And telling the story. Yeah. And Logan and Vaughn end up alone in a room. Logan basically says, well, how could you do this to us? We've been nothing but friendly to you since we got since you got here. Yeah. And all Vaughn just, he just keeps apologizing. And Logan doesn't want to hear it. But sure. The others want to kill him. The rest of the locals are like, let's just it, kill him. They literally say an eye for an eye. Yeah. He spilled our blood. We, yeah. we are going to spill his. And Logan's like, we can't because this guy's got a wife. He actually says this guy's got a wife. She's pregnant. 
she knows where he is. There's people who know where these guys are. And the, the police will come looking and it won't be the local police. Yeah. It'll be the real police. I think he says. <laughs> yeah, he and, he's, and he's like, look, if that happens, this whole town is, this town will this not will be, survive. Yeah, this town is done. We will go down and yeah, it, it's done. And and they square up and it's literally three of three of the locals. So Logan, the the girl and a, a another. Brian. So Brian. Brian. They, they stand in front of Vaughn. Yeah. Protecting him. Oh no, Brian's the one who wants to kill him. Oh okay, anti Brian. <laughs> uh, and Brian's like. So just as they, these, it's, it's about to go down, sort of three v three. Yeah. Someone else storms into the bar and says, <laughs> "We found the other one." Yeah. So Brian wants to kill Vaughn, but he's just about to, and he gets stopped by like, "We've we've found Marcus. We've got yeah. the other one." Um. So they lock Vaughn up in like this tiny little room in this barn, and leave a guy with him. Yep. And they have Marcus, and he's also tied up. He's been beaten quite badly. Yep. And they take him back to the farm as well. Yep. And then we cut to the morning. Cut to the morning. Um, and they move Vaughn to another bar. <laughs> yeah. So, and Logan says to Vaughn, look, I've negotiated your life, uh, but there is a debt that needs to be paid. Sure. And he gives him a gun. And Marcus is sitting there all tied up in front of him. And he's like, kill your friend. Which, again, I thought was a little bit like, really? Did you not think it was a bit like... It's no... It was a stretch. It's like, no... We'll we'll forget this debt of these people who have been killed, if as long as you kill your mate. It's it's no better a solution or more believable a solution than what they were talking about. No. I mean, it, <laughs> it threw me a little bit. I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. You wouldn't do that's just not believable. Yeah, and he basically says you can leave here alive or you can die here. Well, with he him. says to him, if you do it, yeah, you're done. Your debt's paid. We'll never speak of this again. Yeah. Basically, yeah. We'll, we'll just forget that this kid's been killed yeah. and this bloke's been killed. Yeah. It just didn't sit right with me that you just let somebody go who'd done it. Mike Vaughan being the one who actually did exactly, it Exactly, well. yeah. Just because he'd been less of a dick to them yeah. through the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he, Logan says it, to him... It, I'm, sorry, to interrupt. In no, fact, fine. it almost came across like they were, by, by agreeing this deal, they were less bothered about the kid being shot and they were more bothered that he'd fed the girl full of cocaine. Yeah, and yeah. Add away with her. Yeah, it just it just didn't really sit right with me. The whole end of this film didn't really sit right with me. Logan says to him, "You can leave here alone, uh, alive, or you can die here with him." And so Vaughn raises the gun, um, uh, but he can't do it. Yeah, obviously he's not going to shoot his best mate. Um, so everybody kind of walks away and turns their back to them. Yeah, and Brian steps forward because he can do it and he's going to do it, but Vaughn can't have that either. So Vaughn shoots Marcus. Yeah. In the head. I've written it. He can't do it. Oh, he fucking can. <laughs> He's two for two. <laughs> yeah. Headshots. Head give him that. Uh, Brian spits in Vaughn's face and everybody just leaves. Yeah. Logan and Vaughn go back to the guest house together, pack up Vaughn's stuff, give him a, he gives him a story. He's like, basically, my family have gone missing and your mate has headed further north. Yeah. So we're, And we've lost track of him. Yeah. So that's the story. Um, tell that to your wife when she comes to pick you up because she's had to fucking drive up here now to pick him up even though she's <laughs> preggers. Um, so she does. She comes and picks Vaughn up. And then the film cuts to a little while later, I sure. imagine, because she's no longer pregnant. There's a baby. There's a baby now. And she wakes up to the sound of the baby crying. Yep. Vaughn isn't in bed. He's sitting on a chair at the side of the bed. He's kind doesn't of look, look like looking he's out the window, isn't he? Mumps. He doesn't look good. And he goes in, picks up the baby and... I've written, looks hauntingly into the camera. Yeah, she looks for, at us. Looks straight at us for ages. Ages. And then the film ends. Well, I, I thought the last shot was brilliant. Yeah. I, 
I did have some issues with the ending as a whole. Yeah, me too. But I thought that last shot where he's where Vaughn is just staring at the camera was outstanding. Yes, I agree. He is broken. Yeah, completely. He's he a completely different guy to the guy we met earlier. He is shattered. Um, and because he hasn't been sleeping, sure. <laughs> I thought it was a great ending. That the the the, specific the final, final shot really the, was brilliant. I do have issues with the end. How do, but it's difficult to wrap it up. It is really difficult to wrap because it up. they obviously wanted that that to be the final shot. Yeah, but how do you get him back home? Yeah. Bearing in mind that this is the guy who shot, who took the shot. Yeah, now, albeit an accident, he did. He is responsible for killing that kid. And Which it ultimately rel- it, led to the man being killed. And we don't know exactly what he said to Logan because of the montage. But even if he said, yeah, I did it, I shot him, I wanted to admit it straight away. But yeah. he, even if he'd sort of is it totally possible, shopped Marcus. Is it possible that he completely shopped Marcus? Well, this is what I'm thinking. And did he just say Marcus did it all? Yeah. And I've just been I'm innocent I was in to save himself. I don't know. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy, but... That's not his character at all. Not at all. But maybe that's why there's the stylistic choice for us not to hear what he said to Logan. Yeah, maybe. It puts a bit of a different spin on it. Yeah, it does. And he is then haunted because... Not only because he's killed the kid, but because he's shopped his mate. Yes. I don't know. It's it's an interesting um, way of thinking about it. Yeah, it is. Because he's got... Because he wants to go back and meet his kid and his, his wife. What did you think of it overall? I think it's the best film we've seen. I've, this series, yeah, that's not even a this debate. season easily. At times, it's just it, a spoiler for the screen table in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> at times, it was really tense. Yeah, it it just there was a few moments. There, that, there that are a few scenes me that are disjointed it. from it. Yeah, I agree. I love the setting. Mm. I, it, the forest. I, I thought at times it was really ominous. I I definitely thought we were getting like a deliverance type me too. Man I was, yeah, I was surprised when that didn't happen. Just because everybody was so nice and you expect when that happens for it to twist the other way and you're going to yeah. get deliverance or the Wicker Man. Yeah. But you don't get that. They are just nice people. I mean, at the they end, they do, want to they do want to murder them both at the end, but there's a reason. I think that's not justifiable, <laughs> there but was never it's any, understandable. There was never any debate about bringing the police in. They were this time we're always going to deal with this by themselves. I think the the performances were pretty good. Yeah, I can't think of I anyone. Jack Loudon was really good. At yeah, it. he he was he was definitely he the really glue well. that yeah, held us together. Um, I can't oh. think of anyone that stuck out in a bad way. No, not me. Um, it was mostly it was well directed. Like I say, the, those few bits took, that we mentioned that took us out of it. But yeah, I think the the festival scene was great. That I was really really into it. That was probably the most I was into the movie because mm. I was like. What happens next is gonna be. Oh, I think I know what's gonna happen, and yeah. then that didn't happen. Yeah, um, but I quite like that. The best bit of directing is when the kid gets killed, because yeah, it's great. He's got that deer in his sights until yeah. he pulls the trigger, and then suddenly it's a yeah. child. And it did look, it did from watching other films, made me think that's in his head. He hasn't really done that. He's got some sort of history I, with I, shooting kids. I am. Um, I rewind it a bit just to watch it again as well because I. I, I it's a blink um, and you um, miss it thing as well. It's yeah, like, it is exactly. But when shit, the, was that a kid? When the deer ducks its head down, you can see a flash of blue. Really, the the, the kid's jacket, and then yeah, it was it was really that it was, bit was really well it done. was really good because it did make yeah. you think that's not really happened. He's that's in his head. I mean, Marcus is a fucking sociopath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, without a doubt, he's a coked up crazy person. Yeah, I mean, and I d- that's probably the only other criticism I'd have is of the character of Vaughn is like, does he forgive him? Like even before we get to the all, decision tried. to bury the body and stuff, yeah. he's like, I, I'm not 
We've all got. Crazy I don't know if Vaughn's a bit just... too naive. Yeah, but maybe he's just blind towards his friend. Yeah, you, right. we've all got crazy mates. Yeah, you'd follow to the ends of the earth. Would you have shot me at the end? <laughs> You're taking too long to think about this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I wouldn't have shot you either. Uh, do you want to hear what Sam thinks on it? Yes, definitely. So obviously, we've said at the beginning this is Sam's wildcard film. Yes, love to hear that. Um, Sam, thought on my wildcard. Uh, first point, although the characters make some dumb decisions, including the town folks asking two tourists who have only been staying for one night so far to join them, the film overall is great and very tense. I think that's pretty much what we just said. Yeah. It's, there are some dumb moments in it. Uh, the cinematography and soundtrack to the film is great and adds to the atmosphere of being alone in a town that clearly doesn't trust strangers. I don't know. I think they do trust strangers. They're, they're very friendly to them all the way through. and they Not all of them. No, not all of them. But they did drug and <laughs> shag somebody. <laughs> yeah, but it's even before that, isn't it? It's the, the sex pest guy. Oh, I don't yeah. know why they call him the sex, sex pest, pest guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's called in the film. Uh, he's also put, I thought throughout the final scene that the gun was going to be loaded with blanks. And the willingness to kill Marcus would have been enough for the townsfolk. But given the rising tension, this would have cheapened the ending. And therefore, the conclusion we, we got was a fitting end. Yeah, I, I, that would have been the disappointment yeah, been if bullshit. they'd have done that. Yeah, I wouldn't have enjoyed that. Uh, the final shot of Vaughn holding his baby staring off into the middle distance is haunting and has stayed with me much longer than any other scene. Yeah. I'd agree with that. 100%. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his final point is, this is the best film we've watched this season. And if it isn't the top of the table, I'm cancelling my Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we won't we won't be held hostage by you, Sam. If you think you are, <laughs> have a good week, stay safe. Heading back into lockdown. Thank you, you too. Um, only good thing is lockdown is you get to stay at home or watch crappy films on Netflix. That is true. That's what we do anyway. In or out of lockdown, <laughs> it's fine. Should we talk stream table? Yes. Number one. Yes, that was easy. I I mean, it is. It's, there's not even a debate. It's. I I don't think it's even close. I, it's not. I don't think it'll be there at the end. I still think there's better films out there. Yeah, it's better than the Discovery. The Discovery's there at the minute. This is a better film I than mean, the Discovery. It's that simple. The the movie that this uh, most reminded me of that we've we've seen previously would be the one that I'm filling for while I try and remain uh, remind super myself dark of times? what it's called. No, uh, well, there, there is part of that. There's also, a lot of Super Dark Times in it. Uh, what Keeps You Alive. Oh, yeah, yeah. In that we are in the wilderness. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a cross uh, between the two. Yeah. And and it has that sort of moment. I think they both finished second in streams, various stream tables. Yeah, I think it's a, it has that that gasp moment, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Um, that, yeah, that moment where you kill the kid is blimey. Similar to that one with the when she the, pushes her off the cliff. Yeah, yeah. Um, or where the kid gets stabbed in so super it, dark times. Yeah, I did have those sort of vibes. I would say that is a better film. What keeps, what you, keeps alive you alive is a better film than this. Yeah, I, I agree. But we're I not think... comparing stream table. To stream. Oh, no, we're not. I also think super dark times is a better film than this. Oh, I think that's an interesting argument. I, I genuinely, I really like that though. I really genuinely. I think like I, th- ooh, I think I'd give this cl- the edge. It is close, but I, I personally would give the other one the edge, just because I thought the main guy in that was so good. Uh, but it's better than the discovery. Yeah, it's not even close. It's better than anything we've seen this season. Yeah, it's going to take something really good to knock it off. But I think we're only five episodes in. We've got twenty left to get. Yeah, to. exactly. We it's out there. there. So shall we run through the whole stream table as it currently stands? Sure. So number one at the minute is this film, which is called Caliber. Caliber. Uh, number two is the discovery. Number three is. Hungerford, believe it or not. Uh, number four is Results. Number five is I Boy, and number six is Malevolent. Do you think we'll get a worse film than Malevolent this season? Uh, we've had a. I think we've. You could argue we've had a worse film than Malevolent, <laughs> but it's a lot higher up the table. <laughs> um, yeah, the result. Do I think we'll get a worse film than Malevolent? I'm ignoring that. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think we will as well. I don't think a top and bottom of the set. No. I. 
Do you know? I'm not sure we'll get a film I hate on more than malevolent, but we'll get a worse film, I think. Is this the first time ever that a wild card's been at number one in the stream table? I've no idea. I think it is. I, I can't remember that sort of thing. Sam is the man to beat <laughs> this season for the wild card. He's played it early, he's played it well, and he's the guy we've all got to try and beat. So, Ross, Jordan, Nick, me, four wild cards left. Sam is. Sam has gone in hard. I mean, the, there's, wants this trophy. there's different ways to win a competition. Hundred percent. Because hundred percent. I, in many ways, <laughs> although my wild card was the highest rated last season. Yeah. I also like to think that I won the season before by playing the anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most memorable from the season before, for definite. Which is one of the worst films I've ever seen in my life. Hundred percent. And that was very much the worst wild card of the, <laughs> of the year. In a way, that's also a win. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> but you're not having it. New feature? Have you got a name for our new feature yet, Nick? No. <laughs> Somebody please name our new have feature. Have you? No. Basically, we want to change this film now. We want one change. That's it. What? Change this film now. <laughs> okay. Nick, change this film now. Uh, one change. No budget. Do whatever you want with it. Make it better. What are you doing? I'm struggling with this one. I've been thinking about it all day today and so, I can't think of anything. I have got one, but I don't know if I want to do it. So <laughs> I'll, shall I just talk it through? Yes. Because I think if you have the locals cotton onto them off camera yeah, and maybe find the bodies, they could still find the bodies the same way, but we don't see it. And they come down to that festival. Get the revenge th- there. There's a chase or, the, or whatever. Maybe the ending can still end up being the ending. But it, it was a bit unbelievable that they would them ask going them to join along that on that search, search was was I I did struggle yeah, to get my head around that. But you're right; you can do the search while they go at the festival, and then come back to the festival and end your film there. Yeah, that works. Or, or they come, they come back and bring the bodies and the guys. I I just didn't like that they were out on the search. It felt forced to get them out there. Yeah, agreed. Um, and it's, it, I suppose it's not the biggest change, but I. I think that would have quite a big impact for hmm. my enjoyment of this movie. And we've not really done a plot change before. No, I don't we? think we have. That makes sense. I'll you... go with that. Yeah, I agree. So you you bring them back and get your revenge or start your revenge at the yeah. festival. Because the festival was a bit of a red herring, wasn't it? Nothing yeah. really happened there. And they mentioned it all the way through. Cool, we'll do that then. Yeah. Don't I don't want them to go on the search party. We'll change the ending. I didn't believe it. Sounds good. Change the setup, yeah. Should we pick next week's film? Let's do it. We're randomising. Nobody's played a wild card. Oh, so we're oh, randomising. Oh, are they? Oh. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you looking for? What do you want to watch? Give me muscly men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me, give me uh, martial arts. Martial arts? Yeah. Like foreign? Korean? Don't mind. Okay. Let's see what I can do for you. I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? Yep. It has picked a film called Life Force. Awesome. Any ideas? Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't. Um, I can't pretend. Oh, you know what this one is? <laughs> make it up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I added this to the list. Okay. Uh, I, I, if I'm thinking of the same film, I think it's an '80s sort of sci-fi. You are correct. This is our '80s film of the season. Movie. We tend to get one '80s film a season. It's not planned. No. We don't plan it like that. But we do tend to get one a season, don't we? Well, it's, yeah. What was the last last time was Humanoids from the Deep, yep. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, the Comet, Miracle Mile. Oh, yeah. We've done one every season. Yeah. Awesome. It's just coincidence. It's not planned at all. Because there's not that many on Netflix. No, there's Eight not. Eight film. <laughs> no. Do you want to know the synopsis? I would love to. A, r- a race of space vampires arrive in London. Oh, even better. And infects the populace, beginning an apocalyptic descent into chaos. 
It's from 1985. I am right on board with it's, Space Vampires. It's an 18 and it runs for one hour and 41 minutes. It's got some people in it. Good. Always good. <laughs> it's got Patrick Stewart in it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. A um, few of his that you will have, you'll know. Frank Finley's in it. Peter Firth. Directed. Do you want to know who directs it? Yes, please. Toby Hopper. Hooper. Oh, Tobe Hooper. Tobe Hooper. Tobe Hooper directs it. The guy who did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Awesome. Yeah. I have never heard of this film. I've never heard of this film either. It's, it feels like it's probably got some sort of 80s cult following. Yeah. So uh, go and check it out. Life Force. Life Force. Uh, in the meantime, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at BOTS underscore podcast on both of those. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. You can check out our lovely brand new website, www.bottomofthestream.com where you'll find every episode we've ever recorded available to play in your browser and all four season stream tables. And there's even some merch on there now, so you can get yourself some bottom of the stream gear. Fantastic. Um, Patreon. Also check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream, where for a couple of quid every month, you can get some extra bonus episodes, some early access to episodes. Last week we did a 25-minute episode on the sequel to Hungerford. Yep. So check that out if you join us on there. Uh, You get a wild card if you come in at a certain level, like Sam's played in this episode. And we'll just talk about a film that you pick. Absolutely. Uh, if you can't do any of that, then please leave us a review on Podchaser, on Apple Podcasts, on Podbean, or anywhere else. If you are unfortunately stuck in the house, maybe you can write it on the steamed up window uh, and <laughs> passers-by can read it. Oh, Happy <laughs> lockdown, everybody. <laughs> We're going in again. Right, and we'll be back. We won't be together next week, but we'll be back next week to talk to you about Life Force. Cheers. Bye. Bye.